Hello and welcome to the podcast of the damned. I am your host Ian and joining me as always is my co-host Nico. How's it going buddy? I'm good, how are you? Hi, I'm fantastic. Are you sure you're not hungover? I, I'm 100% certain I'm not hungover. And if mm. I am, it's your missus fault. So yeah, for those who don't know, literally the day before we recorded this, Nico, you decided to go and have some some beverages. Well, technically, I was DJing, so I was just doing that. That's all I was doing. And your missus appeared in the bar, so we had a couple of drinks. A couple, a couple. I think you're underestimating it there a little bit. <laughs> it was it was a, a few drinks then, is that a, fair? A fair few, shall we say. <laughs> a fair few. A, a um, fair few is a reasonable assumption. Yes. Um, I think, well, at least one of those drinks must count for like three drinks anyway. Yeah, that was your fault. That was so mean. <laughs> so for those at home, they decided to come in to my place of work. So I gave them a 63% rum shot. You you gave us the thing that we used to call the poison shot, which is Ray and Nephew. Ray and Nephew, overproofed rum. How did that go for you? Well, because when I thought it was tequila by the spell, so I knocked it back like it was nothing, and then just was like, oh, fire. <laughs> wow, well, I'm glad. I'm glad I could be of assistance for your uh, for your night out I, i've not puked with alcohol in a very long time and last night was the closest to me doing that so oh, wow. thank you well you are very very welcome um, but <laughs> I, i'm guessing the guys at home aren't really that interested in hearing about hearing about our nights outs and our goings on when we're out but uh yes we are a horror podcast in case you didn't know from that intro and uh, that deep dives into a different horror topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of a leaderboard a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time this is episode number 10 slight change to the original schedule we were uh, planning on episode 10 being Reanimator, but instead, uh, just some scheduling issues there. We are talking all about Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. We could not have probably picked a different movie from Reanimator. I know. Like, when I realised we were doing this, I'm like, Jesus, I've not seen this in a while. Yeah, well, it's 2015. I actually thought it was a little bit older than that. Mm, me too. It seems older. It just feels like it's one of those movies that's been around for like a really long time, but six, I mean, six years, I guess, but um, there's lots to talk about with this movie anyway. Oh, um, yeah. But can you believe it? We're already, we have already made it to episode number 10. Feels like we've been doing yeah. this forever. I mean, we kind of have. But... <laughs> it feels like we were doing this before this one. But anyway. Mm, yeah, maybe just a little <laughs> bit. Um, but yes, you can find us as well on uh, social media. Go to Twitter at Damned Podcast. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Podcast of the Damned. You can email us, podofthedamned at gmail.com. Uh, with all of that being said, shall we just get straight into the movie chat? Let's go for it. Let's go for it. So as I said earlier, we are talking all about Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Whoa. Denise, what's her face? She went to our high school. Now she's a stripper. Man. She been not impossible to break. You're pretty handy. I'm a scout. Like an actual scout? Yeah. Nice things. Thanks. <laughs> you know, tonight's the secret party, right? 
Everybody except the douchebags and the neckerchiefs will be going. This could be the night of our lives. Carter, the town's deserted. Dude, look. What? The bouncer, he's gone. We should sneak in. Dude, there's like nobody here. Don't worry, mommy, daddy's here. Dude, something's wrong with her. Look at her chest. No, that's makeup, dummy. It's a jungle thing. Oh my god! Wait, you're the stripper. Cocktail waitress. What is going on? What do you think everyone's eating each other? Like a. Any more questions? coming either but tonight we are showing what being a real scout's all about we're just gonna stand here and we're gonna go save the world it was a really good speech ben it's kelly to rogers he looks like crap she set him on fire he tried to eat me all right scouts let's kick some zombie ass it's a zombie apocalypse. Come on, we're scouts. We're trained for this. What is that? It's a bomb. What are you, the Taliban? Carter, stop agitating them. What? I need a new profile pic. This movie was released in 2015, was directed by Christopher Landon and stars Ty Sheridan, Logan Miller and Joey Morgan. The IMDb plot is as follows. Three scouts on the eve of their last campout discover the true meaning of friendship when they attempt to save their town from a zombie outbreak. Tagline for this movie, always bring protection. That, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's quite apt for what this film is. Yeah. It's quite apt. That's not the worst that's not the worst tagline we've had in our ten episodes so far anyway. Oh yeah. That that um, one's actually quite apt to be yeah. honest. Before we uh before we get into it, we uh will drop a big spoiler warning right here. We will be deep diving into this film, including the endings as well. So if you haven't seen Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, pause this episode, go away, watch the movie, come back and listen to what me and Nico have to say about it. Uh, so you not the first time you'd seen this? No. I've seen this more than once, yeah. More than once. So I'd only seen this once before. Um, before re-watching it again for this podcast. And I, I remember I remember not hating it, but not loving it as well. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite liked it. You I've quite liked it. I, 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 I was re-watching it. I actually just re-wa- finished re-watching it before we came on air. And uh, I, I, I was thinking, hmm, Nico's going to like this. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this feels very much like like your type of humor um but we'll, we'll let's uh start off with this opening scene that we've got actually no no fuck that no fuck that. no actually yes start with the opening scene because i think this is the best opening scene for a zombie movie ever ever e- that's ever. a bold claim ever. 
because <laughs> it's just it's the right amount of like stupidity that involved in what's happening. It's got a cracking like it's Black Widow that the guy's miming to as well, <laughs> and I just think that was just a brilliant idea. Like especially when it it gets to the beat drop, where it she says Black Widow baby and the guy's saying it. I love that. So, um, this is actually one of the things that comes up multiple times in this fi- film, and it's I, I don't even want to say it's bordering on cliche anymore. It's just like a horror cliche to use upbeat high tempo songs in no in horror situations yeah um and they do it multiple times in this film um oh, are you a fan of that see sometimes it fits and sometimes it doesn't in this movie it definitely fits because it's a young cast that it it's basically around about that time when they're they're just enjoying life and so it it works well i think yeah, there's definitely uh, moments that I think I think you're right. I think I would agree with you there. That are the the, the 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 upbeat songs, and it's not just all modern songs as well, because we get a bit of Dolly Parton as well a little bit later. Nine on. to five, yeah. Nine to five. That uh, I don't want to say like Britney Spears. Um, which song is it? Is it is which song is it? A Britney's they sing again. Hit me, baby, is it hit me baby one, one time? time? That's not a modern song anymore. That song is no. Um, like it's like in the middle of those two. Yeah. And uh, and then you've got the more so they they do at least I guess find a good sort of mix of of eras of music there as well. Um, the but they do they do fit it. they fit the characters they fit the the scenarios they're in. Um, most like recently I went to the cinema to see the new Conjuring film, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, terrible name. Um, and there's a they use Call Me by Blondie in this big sort of horror scene and it just it does not fit at all and i love blondie um, yeah and i love that song but it's just not it just no reason for it to be there you know yeah like i totally i haven't seen that so i can't really comment on it but I, there there is certain ones and i'm trying to think of one that just doesn't fit in the movie at the time but i can't think off the top of my head you, like, but the one they that tend- the you one tend that to forget think, about when it fucks up, you know. Yeah, what I mean? the one that sort of I think kicked it all off, I think, was Tiptoe Through the Tulips, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, there's probably other examples, but that's like the most high-profile one that I can remember, and that's what maybe a decade ago. Yeah. And uh, that seemed to like kick off the current sort of phase of them, and that's that's a creepy song, kind of as well, anyway. But yeah, it's, it's it, it, as I said, I genuinely think this is the perfect start because. The janitor is just so dumb. Well, I mean, he's a very good comedy actor as well. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he's some like he's a familiar kind of face. Like he's one of those sort of people you kind of see going about. Uh, it's the Blake guy. I can't remember his last uh, name. Yeah, it's Blake something. I can't remember his surname. This is terrible. I really should do some more <laughs> research. He, he plays Ron the janitor. Remember? Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, Ron the janitor comes across them experimenting on what is basically a zombie. Yeah. So um, they've created one in a lab. Yeah, and he's like, we've obviously talked about, and you get this whole sort of big comedy scene where the scientist is trying to get his dollar bill into the vending machine, and in the background there's just Ron the janitor being mauled to pieces. Yeah. Which it is, is what... just so funny, because before that as well, he does the whole against the glass prison thing taking the piss out of the guy 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously the, the tables turn because he does it as a zombie. Or getting yeah, killed. He's not as a zombie he's, at that He point. does it as he's getting slaughtered, basically. You know? yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about before we get into any sort of specifics with this film is I want to talk about the zombies themselves. Um, yeah. And it's, it's one of the sort of... I know this is a comedy film, but it is kind of the one of the bugbears I have around this movie. Obviously, we're not talking about your traditional slow-moving zombies in this film. Uh, um, you know, these, these, these zombies can run... Um, but they, they, they do break the rules of zombies quite heinously on several occasions. Yeah. Like, specifically, we, we've already mentioned it, the Britney Spears scene where the zombie sings along with them. Like, we, it, it's like the, the, what is it? I can't remember which other one it is. It's like they, they remember stuff from their past. So, so like, they, remember, like, what it is. I get... I get like see if it was a case of just like muscle memory yeah then I could forgive that because that would still kind of make sense right but the whole point of being a zombie is that you're dead and surely if you're dead you can't perform a Britney number well that's the thing that guy's like a fruit loop so that's not an excuse though for how he is dead and still able to sing hit me baby one more time and dance by the way yeah, I, I just think that's the thing he's probably done the most in his life. That's why it's muscle memory for that one. Okay. Like, I don't think that okay. would have worked if well, it was what the, about like, copper. What about then the zombie that performs an entire strip routine? See, stripper constantly does it all the time, day in, day out. That's how they make their living. No, no, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But no zombies are doing moves around the pole. I'm just not accepting that. Why not? Like, if if you've done that day in day out, if you're a if you're an instructor for all the other strippers, you definitely <laughs> definitely lose muscle memory. Was this one the instructor? You never know. You <laughs> never know. Okay, okay. Well, no, I refuse to accept that. I think that's one of the the big things that this movie did that was bugging me. To be honest with you, and I didn't really find those scenes particularly funny. They were they were the ones because I was being annoyed by the fact that they were breaking the zombie rules. And don't get me wrong, like we when we did um, a you know near dark and we were talking about vampire rules and how you know they didn't really they just they didn't really break any vampire rules. They just didn't explore you know a they number didn't set of any basically, but yeah. they don't set any in this either. No, but there are zombie rules. Like, you don't need to set them to know that there are zombie rules. And I think I just feel like this movie just... That went too... That was too far out there. I think if they drained that back in a little bit... Because, like, let's feel... Like, the best horror comedy zombie movie is... And I think we both know what it is. Well, you go first, then. Because I know you're going to say something else. And you're wrong. <laughs> because it's Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, but this can apply to Zombieland as well. <laughs> um, is they they both stick to the zombie rules? Yeah, like Shaun of the Dead. There's no fucking about well, with dancing zombies well, and. Here you go. Here you go. Zombies. Like if you're going by the Shaun of the Dead rules, it stands for this as well because at the end he's playing. Player no, two he's not. The game. You can't yeah, say yeah. no. That's just player not two, even correct. Because no, 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 no. He just, he's just literally bashing his hands off a controller. He still tries he, to kill Sean. 
Is he still playing though? No! He's still, he's still trying to play, that's no, the whole point. Yes, he is! <laughs> yes, so f- he is! No, Nico, you're full of shit. Much they like... Both- much like wow. the way center in this movie, you're foolish. <laughs> oh, you just had to get that one. <laughs> Absolutely, um, but you you get what I'm saying. Here. That's like that's a very very small thing right at the very end of the film. Like these are well, these things that we're talking about here in Scout's Guide are, you know, these are right slap bang in the middle of the film. These are set pieces that they've set up. Yeah, and that's that's but, the difference. Uh, well yeah but i get it in Shaun of the dead it's a dumbed down version of what they were doing whilst in this one they can pretty much do it as if they were alive yeah also there's like. another thing as well like when they're in the strip club and they're getting attacked by the bouncer the bouncer has the forethought to stop and like check that all the stalls yeah so like, like at that point you're like well if you have that forethought surely you also have the forethought to maybe just not kill people but that's the thing maybe it's a hunger thing but you know what I'm saying? Like, it raises these questions. I'll get you. It I'll puts get you, things but... into doubt. And for me, that was something that they I don't think they should have done. I think they should have stuck to um, zombie rules and just, you know, played around with that. Because you could have still been funny. Well, I, I think they did stick to zombie rules in it if you're going by the Shaun of the Dead thing. Okay. Well, I, I, I disagree. Shall, okay. we, shall we say that? Do, I did you like. Agree to disagree on it. Going back to that opening scene, do, I did like the the little when he uh, Ron the janitor is trying to perform CPR. I did like the little thing reference <laughs> when his hands just yeah. go through the guy's yeah, just chest. Yeah. yeah, I did like that as well. Like... Big big reference to the thing. And can I just say, as someone who has recently just become a first aider, that is not how you do CPR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is he counting again? He's like, what, 1,002, 1,002, 1,000. He's like, fucking really like, That's not like, how you do no. CPR at all. Although, he did get his rescue breaths right, because you don't do mouth-to-mouth anymore. Are you still there? I'm still here. Ah, I can hear you now. As you went quiet there. He for did a get his rescue breaths right, because you don't do mouth-to-mouth anymore. Do you not? No. You, oh, okay. You, just, you, you still blow in people's mouths, but just, you know, from a distance. Um, <laughs> from a distance <laughs> is that to stop them puking when you blow in their mouth uh, no I just think it's so you don't have to the, touch the, their the mouth. answer is yes because that's what used to happen well no, we you have to, no, no, that's not no 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 that's not because of mouth to mouth that's because you're not tilted their head correctly ah uh, okay so I thought it was because you were filling their stomach with no, Scary if face. you don't tilt their head back, then you'll just fill their stomach. But if you tilt their head back, you'll fill their lungs. Ah, uh, okay. So, there you go. Um, so, basically, we've got these three guys. We've got Ben, Carter, and Augie. And they're all in the Scouts. Um, what's our equivalent of the Scouts? Uh, I was going to say Mason's there, but it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nico. I know, I don't know why my brain's so good to say that. Like, anyway. Um, <laughs> it'd like would be kind of like the Boys Brigade. Yeah, that's, that would be it, yeah. Except I remember when I, I was in the Boys Brigade, and all we used to do was play football. <laughs> we weren't doing any of this shit. Pretty much. Shirts versus skins is also what we used to. Yeah, that was it. Um, so very, very different. Uh, but there are the scouts. 
Um, you know, no one else wants to join the Scouts. They're basically just ridiculed by the entire school, which I feel like hurts Carter the most. Yeah. Because Carter's obviously someone who thinks he, he likes to think he's a bit cooler. Yeah, he's, he's that guy at school that likes to try and be with the cool kids and thinks he's funny enough to be with them. But then he just always tries too hard. Exactly. Just always tries too hard. Um, so basically, they're having... I was expecting him to hook up with Denise in this, but it never happened. Oh, what? you? Why were you expecting that? I was never expecting that. Because, well, there was a whole sister thing with Ben. So yeah, I'm like, no, it, it's but... going to be one of those weird moments at the end where they just like are next to each other and kiss or something, and it never happened. No, I'm glad that didn't happen. He didn't deserve Same, it. But that was the that was the cliche that didn't happen because in every other one it does. <laughs> but he, he didn't deserve Denise. Oh, I agree. Okay, Denise uh, is cool. We finally agree on something. <laughs> There's two things we agree on. Um, uh, so yeah, no one wants to join in. They're kind of the butt of the jokes for the entire school. They're having a big sort of camp out is for uh, a celebration for Augie. Because Augie's like the serious member of the Scouts. Ben's kind of there because he feels guilty. Um, and then Carter's just there along for the ride. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so they're, they're, Ben and Carter are driving out. And they, this is where we start getting clues about what's, what's going to happen. They hit a deer. Um, and whilst they're busy talking to... Carter's sister Kendall, uh, who's her, her and her boyfriend have driven past. Um, the deer vanishes, but we had already seen that the deer's like guts were all over the road. That deer was splattered. Yeah. So this is when we get a, 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 a has Scout leader Rogers gotten it at this point? Although no, no, that comes after because he gets killed by the deer. Uh, no, he doesn't. Does he? He, he gets killed by the deer. Doesn't he? No, he doesn't. Oh, no, he, he, he deer attacks the deer. him. He deer attacks him, though. That <laughs> happens afterwards. The deer attacks him, and he fights it off with his Dolly Parton blade. <laughs> yeah. You totally confused me there, because I'm like, I'm shooting sure the That's a sentence the I never dude. thought I'd say. I know, Dolly Parton's blade. Um, and, then uh, he, and then he gets killed by the scientist. Yeah, that's what I thought, because he he's totally by confused the scientist. Remember, I've... I'm slightly hungover here. I'm a bit fragile. Okay, okay. I'm, I'll, I'll have to carry this episode. Um, yeah. Uh, whilst all that's going on, his toupee falls off. I know. <laughs> like, what? Like, the toupee, it just makes him in this movie. Like, my favourite bit is after he gets burnt and the toupee gets put in his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just all, like, dishevelled. <laughs> yeah, like, he still tries to bite him. Like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Obviously, Scout Leader Rogers played by David Kochner, who's a very he's a famous comedy actor. I think probably maybe best known for Anchorman. Yeah, probably. He's champ in Anchorman, so funny guy. Um and it's funny in this sort of limited role he has in, in this film. Um So yeah, he he bites the bullet, he kill he gets killed. Yeah, because um, he he pulls his blade out of the deer and is it not he turns around and the zombie's like right there in his face? Yeah, he finds the like uh ID card, doesn't he, for the scientist. Oh yeah, finders keepers. <laughs> finders yeah, like what what's he gonna do with that? <laughs> I know <laughs> Honestly. Um So we get this sort of whole scene. We get well they they go to the liquor store, they get liquor, this is where they meet Denise, um, who works at the strip club across the street. Um she buys them alcohol after an incident with the homeless man. Um, 
And they, they go you know, and we get the social... Can I just say, I love the name of the strip club. <laughs> oh, well, well, just keep that to yourself in, in your brain because that might be coming up a little bit later on in the episode. Okay. Um. So, yeah, they, they we get this whole sort of scene where they're they're, they're bonding, aren't they? They're, they're setting up camp and, you know, that's, yeah. we get this sort of nice scene where the, the, the guys are bonding. And then night falls and Ben and Carter go to sneak off excuse me, they go to sneak off to go to this uh, party that they've been invited to by Kendall's boyfriend. Yeah. Um, but Augie finds them and discovers them and they all have a big fight. They tell him that they're quitting scouts so they, they have this fallout and this is where shit starts to hit the fan because Ben and Carter go back to the, the liquor store um, but once they spot that the bouncer for the strip club is gone, they go in and this is where yeah. we get that scene where there's the zombie stripper does a, a a dance routine. Like I like the way like you instantly know she's a zombie because of the veins and everything. I liked all that part. And yeah. I'm like, oh, how are they gonna do it? I, like I know the pole bit is a bit extreme, like you saying, but I get the whole dancing for him, pulling him in close and then leaning in. And he comes in flashing the cash, and that's what scares it away. I'm like, that wouldn't scare a stripper away, I'm pretty sure. Well, I can tell you, as someone who has worked in a strip club, not as a stripper, but as a bartender, I don't think anyone wants to pay to see that. Um, uh, as a bartender, at least here, the, the strip clubs are very different. Oh, yeah. American strip clubs are far more glamorous. Is glamorous the word? Definitely not glamorous. Okay, just more. What would you? How would you describe the difference then? Uh, ours are more civilized than theirs is sleazy. Oh no! Get gripped. Have you seen the strippers in our strip clubs here? They are not civilized. No, but I'm saying I've been in both, and trust me, that's the way it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I would say ours are a bit more rough. <laughs> oh, they're definitely not. They're oh, are they really... not? Oh no. shit. No, oh, I've just been watching said, the strip clubs in the movie. Yeah, like the, you need to go to the states and go to a strip club. Like put this way, when you're going to a strip club and they've got an all-you-can-eat buffet to entice folk in, you is, know what kind of place you're going to. <laughs> is the all-you-can-eat buffet just a line of strippers? <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually an all-you-can-eat buffet. You're like, I, can, <laughs> I just imagine a line of strippers with their legs in the air. Oh, oh, I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is where the the bouncer bursts in, and this is where we get that scene where, um, the bouncer's checking the stalls because Ben's hidden in the toilets. Um, I love the I love the zombie stripper's death with the the is it the Jack Daniels bottle that Carter just stabs in her top of her head, and then it just yeah. starts pouring blood into his face. Like, how does he not become a zombie? Is it just? Well, that was actually what I was about to say because this is another like. This is another thing questioning the sort of rules of the zombie because the in, like he he inhales like a good pint of that blood. He, not just hers. Like there's so many times he just gets covered. I know. I feel like it is obviously like a running joke in the film, but um, but yeah, he gets absolutely so. But I just love the way like it pours out the bottle. Yeah, like, I think that was really funny. Um, like he's just opened it. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, yeah, Denise comes in and saves the day um, by blowing the head off of the bouncer stripper with a, with a shotgun. Yeah. Like, so, she is a badass at the start. 
Yeah. I mean, she's a badass throughout the film, really. Well, I, I know she's a badass through it, but there's a few times where you think, why, why have they made her such a big badass? Saving them constantly. It, then all of a sudden, it's like, no, they're, they're the heroes. And like you're like, you wouldn't change that much in that amount of space of time. The thing is as well, like we were talking about how this film does touch on a quite a lot of horror cliches. Um, and like you say, one of the cliches would be that, um, you know, one of them sort of gets with the girl and that's what you mentioned at the end. And that's the one that they sort of swerved um, yeah. in this, you know, in this film. And yeah, it was, it's just, it, it, it's, a, it's a different dynamic and, you know, I didn't hate the dynamic between the four the four main characters. Like he still gets the girl, so he still gets Kendall. Yeah, exactly. So they is that still does the cliche still stand then? Yeah, because like he, well, he's after his mate's sister, and through the whole film, he's like like when they're looking for the diary, for example, he comes across the underwear drawer where the diary actually is, and stops because he's like, oh shit, her panties, and you're like get a grip, you know what I mean? Like, they'd have been out of there before the zombies even appeared if it wasn't for that, you know what I mean? Distracted by knickers. Exactly. Amateurs. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Augie, at this point, has decided to go and check on Scout Leader Rogers, because he didn't show up to the, obviously, to the, uh, to the camp, and he does... Uh, we find we find out again that uh, Scout Leader Rogers is, is obsessed with Dolly Parton. Yeah, never mind the Dolly knife. It's a Dolly house. It's a Dolly house. It's really it's Dollywood in his house. It's, it's a wannabe Dollywood, that's for sure. Um, and then he just you know does a giant shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I need to use your toilet. Sorry, <laughs> but he's got him tied up. <laughs> like, wow, okay. There you go, does a giant shit, and then gets attacked, and that's when we get the nine to five scene. <clears throat> yeah, because this is the thing, right? He opens the window, and you can tell the arm's going to reach in. It's, it's telegraphed, you know. So the arm comes in, but instead of coming through the window again, he goes round and inside the house. You're like, really? <laughs> like, how is this zombie going to work that way? I didn't like that part. I mean, he should have just came in a bathroom window and went for him, you know. Well, I mean, is there anything in this film that you did, didn't did see coming? Because I feel like it's one of the big criticisms from this film. Uh, I can think of one specifically, but one of the big criticisms of this film is a lot of it is telegraphed. Oh, yeah. A lot, like, of, it all the way a lot of it just goes exactly where you think it's going to go. Yeah. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, most of it, it it's toilet humour. Yeah. Um. It's, you know, it's fart jokes it's shit jokes it's tit jokes it's you know it's it's all of that things and you know we, we we've the problem i have with this film is we we've seen this before mm -hmm. like th there... this, this takes a lot of good bits from other ones and puts it together like perfect example they even set up the um copper like that whole bit where they're buying beer he's he goes oh uh, did you see officer mccauty there and i'm sure that's that's guaranteed to be a porn star. Like, well, keep okay. that thought to yourself because that might also come up later in the episode. I was just guessing that, but anyway. 
Um, yeah, I mean, they set things up. They do they do things in the right way. Um, yeah. But it's just that we've seen it before. So there, I feel like there's not really a huge amount of originality in this film. Oh, no, not at all. And that's and that's a big drawback for me as well. Um, <clears throat> where have we gotten up to? Um, yeah, so he was attacked by... Uh, attacked by rogers and then just you know as you do you just make a little makeshift flamethrower yeah it's like what has he done again like oh yeah it's a spray can is it it's a little spray so can he... and a and a, like a candle lighter yeah so you're like he does that is it not the air freshener from when he went for a shit or something i can't oh, remember probably it's probably something like that some sort of aerosol anyway and he sets yeah. him on fire ties him up as you said, he puts his uh, puts his wig back on his head. Back <laughs> on, I was just fucking loving that. Like, like... <laughs> obviously, this is like running joke throughout the film. Uh, Scout leader Rogers isn't isn't quite like other zombies. Like he's a fighter. He's a fighter. He carries <laughs> on, and then uh, mid credits, jumping right ahead, is just a talking head. Yeah, he's still there. Still there, still alive. The and, end. And just, the end. Yeah. Don't, I'm not sure if I like that, to be honest. But anyways. Um, so, Denise, Ben, and Carter, they've made it to the police station. And they lock themselves in a cell, which is not the smartest move. Yeah. And I kind of like that as well, because I feel like sometimes in these movies, it's kind of easy to portray your hero as just always making the right decision. Ah. So I kind of like that they, they stupidly trapped themselves. Well, see, I sort of didn't like that bit, because you can blatantly tell in that cell, they can get reached by the zombies. I didn't quite like that. They, should, they maybe should have made the cell a little bit bigger. Yes, like, like that was my, my only thing with that scene. Like I like the idea of it and everything. Like it doesn't even need still... to be like hugely bigger to the point where you know it's noticeably just a massive cell. Like just you know maybe like a foot wider or something. <laughs> exactly. Like like did they run out of set or something? You know maybe, what I mean? Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe like they just I don't know. Um, but no, I get that. I I, I like the decision making. This is, it's more the decision making process of it I, I like rather than the actual setup of the cell um and of course keeping in theme with this movie the zombies eventually are distracted by soldier boy yeah right like that was just so weird <laughs> it's... Like, sorry like no no it's uh what's his name what's his name Augie. Augie Augie set it off as loud as he can to get the the zombies out of the cop shop but here's the thing how did he know they were there like he said so... he saw their car i but why was he going that way? I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure of the logistics of the town, so maybe his house was that way? Maybe. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, but... um, Yeah, I like how he distracts the zombies and then immediately re-attracts them to himself. Yeah, it was, it was so, like... He's pissed off at them, but at the same time, he's wanting to, like, have a go at them and everything. You can tell... But that's the thing. See, when he finally goes in, if set them free, you, you can see that bit coming a mile away because they've the set up the whole get the keys to get themselves out with the condoms on the stick. Yeah. And they get it. And 
this is happening with the soldier boy thing. You know what's coming straight away. You know he's going to fuck it up somehow. Yeah. I was I was expecting it to come in and just like knock it away, you know, but I didn't expect them to drop the key and basically kick it down a drain. Well, what confuses me about that is because the the character of Augie kind of confuses me throughout this film because they kind of portray him at certain points as being this bumbling buffoon, but in actual fact, he's the most capable one. Yeah, well, he's getting his condor budge. You don't get that being a dumbass. No, certainly not. I don't know what that is. Um, uh, It means you've mastered, like, all the essential things that you need to do. So he's mastered all of the budges to get this budge. But couldn't get it. But but he's saying that. He didn't have his fire starter badge. Yeah, that. but he says that. He says, if I can't get the fire one, I can't get the condor. So it's like a setup for the last one he needs to get. All right, okay. Um, but yeah, like, so I, I'm not really sure what they're trying to do with that character. Because, mm, like, he's Is like he... a unibomber, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like there's hell. something not right about him. Well, like, they say it with the cell thing. Like, there's no need for that scene, really. He's knocked the keys away, but they could have just opened up the keys instead of him knocking it away and then going, oh, by the way, I can, I can burst this lock. An actual cell with my knife. You know what I mean? You're like, bullshit, you couldn't do that. Yeah. Not in that space of time. Yeah, so it, like, he immediately goes from buffoon to hero, um, and like, it's just like, they're, they're very confused. I think they're just very confused on what they want him to be. Like, yeah. have your buffoon, which again is obviously cliche, but stick to it being one character, because I feel like Carter is also portraying as, being portrayed as the buffoon. Carter's supposed yeah. to be the comic relief. I don't find Carter particularly funny, to be honest. <laughs> He's, he's like a stifler type character. Yeah, just with, I don't know, just without the cool factor? I don't know if cool factor is the right word. I think they should have made him more sleazy. I mean, he's pretty sleazy. He is. Well, all that stuff with Kendall's mate, what's her name, Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, oh, wait till like... we get to that scene. <laughs> I'm sure we've got a couple like... of, I'm sure we've got a couple of things to say about that. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. No, but you're right. So I like this one. And so just another sort of one of the cr- little criticisms I have. They just seem very confused about what they want the characters to be. Ben seems to be the only one that they have a sort of actual story arc for. There's an actual story yeah. arc for Ben. There is no arc for Augie and Carter. And then when you expand that out further, what the fuck's the story with Denise? Like it just feels like these three characters are there. And there's no substance to them. Uh, I mean, I guess with Augie, you at least have, you know, sort of the whole thing about his dad leaving them. And then, you know, he's joined the scouts and he's going for his condor. But, you know, so you have a little bit of backstory there. We, nothing for Carter. And then Denise is just, like, they, they, they have this rumor that she dropped out of school when she didn't. And she's actually quite smart. But that's it. That's where it ends. Went for a PhD or something. Uh, a GED, I think they they call GED. it. I don't know what that's an equivalent to over here, but it's just like so. You know, like there's 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 no depth to these characters. Yeah, and that's a problem. Yeah, because um, it, it's so, really weird. Yeah. So when uh, they escape out of the prison, um, the the police officer from earlier. Uh, Gets herself in a bit of a, 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 war, a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, so when they're escaping the whole copper thing, like, 
gets her shirt caught in whatever they shot. I can't remember. It's a gate or something. Right? It's, a, it's like a gate. Yeah. So basically, and it goes like, you know, when you're a kid and you stick your hands through your, your sleeves, and she gets stuck like that, but it pulls her top open and her tits come out. And you're like, this is just one of those like American Pie moments. I think this is basically an American Pie zombie movie. Yeah, except American Pie was better. Well, you know what I mean, though. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, that, style of, it's that style of comedy. It's the yeah. all it's, it's like a cross there. between American Pie and Superbad. Yeah, actually, yeah. That's actually a good analogy. But yeah. with zombies. Yeah. So, yeah. And... So instead of the coppers thing, it's zombies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, and then and, and Carter, Carter cops a feel. Yeah, like, that's, like, it, does he not take a selfie first? Did he take a selfie? I can't remember if he, he takes, takes a selfie, selfie at that point. I know he yeah, takes some selfies. In, I know he takes some selfies in the prison cell. Because at the end of the movie, the, the rolling credits, I'm sure there's a selfie of him with her tit. Is there? Okay, so you must have, uh, you must have then. Um, but they get saved. Uh, the, 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 sorry, I, I, I jumped ahead. This is where we get that homeless man scene again with the uh, Britney Spears. Yeah. And uh, I, I think I've already made my my thoughts on that scene known. Anything to add on that scene? Yeah, because they're, they're like, it starts off with what you would normally expect, like these zombie things where they find out they can mimic folk. So they're making a mimic, and you're just thinking, all right, that's okay. But when he when he's actually singing in tune, instead of going, they should have made him do that, you know, just make noises and things with it. That would have been funnier, I think. Oh, so you're agreeing with me then? Oh, yeah. Huh? I didn't say I wasn't going to agree with you on that one. You do like a little disagreement with me. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a show otherwise. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, after that, this is where they get saved by one of the soldiers who, ta- like, this is sort of our exposition dump, and this is what gives us our driving force for the, the, the sort of final act of the film. Um, he tells, obviously, we, we find out that it's some sort of virus outbreak. That's all we know. Um, most some of the town have been evacuated and that uh, the town is just going to get bombed in two hours. But I love the fact that he even mentions in that but some dumb janitor released this virus. <laughs> like refer- reference in the start as well. Poor Ron. Because I don't. it's not even Ron's fault. It so is Ron's fault. How? The zombie would have escaped if Ron wasn't there as well. Ron, Ron didn't awaken the zombie. No, but the thing is, he's the reason that it gets out. But um, I feel very much like if Ron hadn't been there, the zombie would have escaped. The zombie would have woken up and would have just attacked the scientist. And then the scientist would have probably been stuck in that group. Hmm. No. But and then how does Ron get out? Because the scientist. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, you got things. Ah, ah, yeah. There you go. There you go. So I feel yeah. like it's a bit harsh to pin all of this on Ron. Ron was just doing his fucking job. But Ron was being a I good. Think... Hum... Ron was being a good human being trying to save a motherfucker's life. No, no. See, the thing is, Ron knocked the cables out that was keeping the zombie alive. That's why it's his fault. Mm, you might have a point there. The, <laughs> I like how the scientist, well, we went back and forth on that one. <laughs> yeah, because the scientist would know not to do that, you see. But there's nothing to say the scientist might not trip and knock out a wire. But he's not listening to Black Widow, baby. <laughs> Did you like that there? Did you like that one? 
no that, that no. was cheesy yeah that it was. was um anyways so back to back to where we are the 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 soldier the soldier is one of those motherfuckers that hides the bite yeah i hate those cunts like can we just all agree like if you're someone in your group who hides a bite murder them instantly yeah like don't even if you discover it before they turn into a zombie just kill them yeah no there should be no qualms about it there should be no discussion to be had with the group like, like they've put this, everyone's life in danger kill them like this whole oh i can't kill my parents boyfriend kids yada yada you oh, know there's i could do so there. i could do it I, yeah no problem sorry mom yeah, just done. <laughs> like I any love of my you mom. get bitten i love my mom but if she uh, i would kill her <laughs> see this is the thing about it right if, if you're hiding that bite you're gonna have a slower death because if you show me the bite i'm just gonna do it quick when you don't notice yeah exactly that's the way i would exactly selfish that's all they are they're just selfish exactly um so after this they go to well they figure out that uh they were lied to by jeff who is kendall's boyfriend jeff had, who invited augie uh, not augie sorry carter and ben to the party but he'd given them a fake address address oh yeah. my god address oh, did you feel okay there i turned a bit american there it suited you. I did. I said address. <laughs> What's going on? Um, so anyway, yeah. So they go back uh, they, to... Car- Sorry. But you can tell this is coming a mile away because of the Chloe thing at the start. Because Chloe's like, I've got an idea. And yeah, and let's be real. Away. Chloe's a fucking bitch. Yeah. She, she's like fucking thundercut. <laughs> so yeah, she's she straight away, you can tell that she knows Carter's fancied her for years and years. So she's going to fucking send him to the wrong address straight away. You know what? Or, or at least some something like even if, if they'd sent them to the right address then you expect some sort of practical joke on them like a car situation you know yeah I mean? exactly so um again they're going to be mean as what you blatantly know that one yeah, but exactly. the address thing was it but um but they obviously don't know where the party is and so in order to go and save everyone they need to figure out where it is so they go back to carter's house uh to try and find kendall's diary and this is where we get this scene between denise and ben yeah. Where Denise is trying to tell Ben to be more assertive. Man up. Man, essentially man up. I think she actually <laughs> uses those words. And they kiss. Yeah, just kiss me. The, the headbutt thing is just funny. Yeah, I mean, we've all done that as, as like, teenagers. No, we haven't. As, like, we've all had, like, awkward kisses or, like, when you clash teeth or, you know, like, that it happens. That shit happens. No, not really. Well, you're not doing it right, Nico. I'll definitely do it right if I'm not bumping teeth and head button. No, I, I mean, I don't sit there. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing it on the fucking regular. But it's, that's one of those things that just sometimes happens. <laughs> yeah, you're you showing me in a terrible light here, Nico. I'm not I'm no standing <laughs> for this. Um, Viewer poll. Like, how, I... how many people have headbutted or butted teeth with someone when they've kissed Email us. Email us your embarrassing kissing stories at poddedthedamned at gmail.com. Yeah. Please do, because I I would quite happily do a whole segment on our next episode of people's (laughs) embarrassing kissing stories. You don't have to send us your name. You can be anonymous. Well, I mean, I'll see your email address, but I won't read out your name if you don't want me to. (laughs) 
I won't read out your name. You I promise. I promise. In, conf- if you, in confidentiality, should you choose, but please email us your embarrassing or embarrassing sex stories as well. Like we'll take those as well. I've I've got a few of them. Right. Anyway, that can be for next week, Nico. Um. Anyways, um, I have an issue with this scene. Right. What is it? So Denise is significant. Is is is, is older than these yeah. boys I, and I, i'm not 100 percent certain what age these boys are supposed to be well but, they said they're going at their junior year so what's that what's junior year in america isn't that like 16 is it i'm gonna look this up if it is it's still legal over here it's fine they're not over here well yeah that is very true so yeah so, so it's not so, like she's jogging him she's just teaching her to kiss okay well how but if that was a mid-twenties guy and a 16-year-old girl. But this is a double standard that is, exists the world over. I mean, it's not right either way. I don't agree with it, but it's a double standard. There's definitely a different standard that goes on there. That, that you know, if that was, you know, the like a 16-year-old guy, he'd be getting, you know, high fives from his class and yeah. all of like that. It's- it's a cougar for a reason, you know what I mean? There's a cougar, it's a cool name for a woman doing it. When it's a bloke, he's a perv. Yeah, but he is a perv. <laughs> but, well, but anyway, this, why, this, 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 I'm not, we're, not, be a perv and we're not here not. to break down, you know, the rights and wrongs of the different gender roles. We're just, I'm just saying that, you know, this isn't right and it makes, it's a bit, un, it's, no, it makes me a bit uncomfortable. The thing is, women mature more than men earlier. This still doesn't make it right. No, no, I'm just saying. So it's worse for a woman to do it than a man, I think. Okay, okay. Um, angry women out there, uh, send your hate mail to Nico at. No, you don't. I'm not going to give out. I don't know. I have an email. I'm fine with that. I used to go for older women. I enjoyed that a lot. It my, helped me grow up. A my fiance is older than me. I mean, it's only yeah. a year, but. <laughs> I, I definitely went for older than that. I went for married when I was younger, which was great fun. Like, I've never, I think the biggest age range between me and someone's only ever been, like, a, a few years. And bear in mind, like, I'm 30 now. Yeah. Um, I think mine was, like, 11 years. Like, and see now that I've turned 30, like, me and, me and we were actually having this conversation the other day, and we were like, see, if we broke up, like, what what would you do? And Carrie, like, she's categorically said that she wouldn't date anyone under 30. <laughs> which fair enough because early 20s boys are immature as fuck um and i says i wouldn't date anyone younger than 25 but here's the thing growing up you would always see girls with older guys because as i said they mature earlier i think as well it's that whole thing for teenagers as well as it makes them feel like they're more mature Mm. because they're going out with the older guy. It's an attention thing as well, isn't it? Well, yeah. You know, an older guy is showing them attention, and, you know, we all know that the older guy is a perv, and he's only interested in one thing. He's not, you know, with her for any other reason. Well, not necessarily, because I used to go for older women, but then... Yeah, you used I, to, I but you're a fucking I, freak. Yeah, I, I preferred the experience. Uh, Anyways... <laughs> Anyways, we've gotten massively derailed. I know, right? So. Um, but yeah, embarrassing sex stories, pod of the damned at gmail.com. Um, <clears throat> whole new segment. 
<laughs> Sorry? Whole new segment. Whole new segment, yeah. Um, this is where we get the, the crazy cat lady scene. Pretty much, I mean, I've, at one point, I was pretty confident that she was just rimming Carter. I <laughs> know, like, 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 Leachman's an amazing actress. Like, she, she's been in so much stuff, and she's always brilliant in comedies. <laughs> but this bit where her teeth fall out and his arse gets exposed she she basically does look like she is rubbing him it's just fucking hysterical but she's just sucking on a cheek which is fine that's okay she's just, it's okay to suck on a cheek it's not okay to suck on a hole <laughs> but the thing is, right, see when it zooms in on his face, it generally does look like he's getting room. that's like, it, because she goes in for the lick yeah <laughs> I believe I'm saying these words. Um, and he is a sort of, ooh, look on his face. Like, like, God rest her soul, she was an amazing actress. Like, oh, is she dead? I'm sure she was what the fuck died in, like, at the start of the year. Uh, let me just quickly check that. Uh, it was either the start of the year, it was either, like, Oh, no, you're right, she died January. Uh, on January 27th. I knew it was round about that. She was 94. But she was brilliant, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she, and she's excellent in that. Like, her, very, it's a very small role, but, um, she's very funny. Uh, yeah. Like, so, like I said, we get that scene, and she gets decapitated on a broken window. Yeah. Like that's every horror cliche ever there. Yeah. And then we get the we get the trampoline scene. Yeah. Well, how would you describe this? Would you describe this as the penis scene or the trampoline scene? A bit of both. A bit of both. A jumping cock. Um, yeah, the the Trump of penis scene. <laughs> that doesn't really work, does it? <laughs> no, the penis Trump scene. Uh, oh, that works a little bit better, actually. Um, anyways, the group uh, have to escape out the window and they plan to use the trampoline to jump over the garden fence. Very Shaun of the Dead, by the way, jumping over a fence. Yeah. Um, what's the matter, group? Haven't you taken a shortcut before? Uh, yeah. And Ben is the last one to leave and zombies make it onto the trampoline so he has to hang on to something to save him from falling and he grabs but, an old man zombie's penis but this is the bit i'm talking about like he saw knickers and that's why he didn't go for a diary that was there right so yeah. he's they've put that against the door and the zombies have burst it and the boot comes flying out and you're just thinking to yourself you'd have been gone by now you're a tit yeah like a pair of knickers come on Big, but anyway. massive tits. But yes, so he's yeah. hanging on by the dick. He's, yeah. he's literally hanging on by a ball. <laughs> by a ball it's, it's hanging on by a ball hair. That's definitely not a ball hair. That's <laughs> uh, a dick. <laughs> it's just one very long bong, ball hair. <laughs> the, the old man penis, so it's stretching and stretching and stretching, and you know it's going to snap off. It's blatantly obvious. Yeah. And, but this uh, is where Denise fucking mans up and fucking saves them all again. Oh yeah, because she like, just like, she distracts the zombies across to her. Hey zombies, over here! Yeah, that's all, <laughs> that's literally all it took. Hi. That's all it took. But uh, yeah, so she distracts yeah. them, he, the, the, the penis breaks off, yeah. and Ben bounces over the fence with the dick in his hand, which he then throws into a zombie's mouth. Yeah, so th this is the bit where all the blokes in the audience just went, oh, moment. And then once he throws it into the mouth, goes, 
<laughs> yeah, instantly, like, you go from, oh, I look sorted. So they escape. Um, and they go, to, they go to Crazy Cat Lady's house. And this felt very reminiscent of a movie that we've already covered on this show. Which would that be? Uh, it's a different animal, but zombievers. Yeah. Um, but they do this so much better. <laughs> yeah, the cats have all turned into zombies. And as we are both cat owners and cat lovers, we both know there's no escaping an attacking cat. Yeah, like, the, the, the thing is, see that bit where it climbs up? That, like, you would know the cat was on your back because cats use their claws to climb up. <laughs> like, yeah, like, cats are just, they're, they're heavy. Yeah. Like, but like, Arnie is like a year old and he weighs as much as a fucking baby. Yeah, exactly. So, you definitely would feel that. But as you know, if your cat is trying to attack you, there's no escape. They're dead. Exactly. Like, they're dead. Your cat gets you. Uh, but Especially that much cats. Exactly. There's like, what, 15 of them? Well, that's the thing. When they, they actually manage, he spins around, so the cat's meant to be hanging on. And then and they, they fry and pan away. They fry and pan the cat away. Yeah, so they, they pan it away. And then you see the corner that it goes to, all the eyes light up with the cats yeah. shining. And you're like, you're fucked. Like, there's there's no escape from that. Like, a dog would be easier to get away from. Oh, yeah, because cats are nimble. Yeah, cats are dogs, fucking... Dogs are clumsy. Yeah, well, they're not clumsy. They're, they, they, their mindset is one thing. Well, a cat will go, well, I can't get your face, so I'm going to get the nearest thing to me. Yeah. Oh, I can't get your hands, so therefore... You're gonna launch me, and I'm gonna go for your fucking leg or something. You know. Yeah, cats are smart. Yeah, and they team up. Like my cats team up on me all the time. They <sighs> they're not stupid. Well, you usually quite like getting double teamed, Nico. <laughs> oh, they they've started this whole thing <laughs> where when they're playing, they like to like one will be face of it, try to distract me, and I'm like, I know it's fucking coming because you've done it before, you cunts. <laughs> and the other will be coming round like the left hand side or right hand side sneaking like proper sneaking like no noise nothing and then just a, a jumping attack i uh, see we attached we attached a bell to ripley that's a good plan so i might be is, doing that soon. there is no sneaking with her uh, although she has got a knack of escaping escaping it so uh, there you go they they uh in their escape they run down scout leader rogers he's not having a good day no Poor scout leader Rogers, um, and then they split up. Denise Denise leaves the group to go get help, and this is where again, like you're just a little bit confused about the characters and what the characters are meant to be. Yeah, because Denise is supposed to be the strong one, so why is yeah. she the one who's leaving to get help? I know it's fucking, but understandably, they're like fucking. They've all got investments in that party apart from Augie and he's oh, just there to help his mate yeah, Augie's it would just... make more sense to send Augie you know yeah. what I mean but yeah. saying that good job they didn't with their pit stop yeah they, they we get that we get a, a classic sort of weapon up montage when they go into the hardware store and they're just making a shitload of makeshift weapons with like garden tools yeah so it's like well it's every tool the guy uses a, a nail gun with like what is it it's longer than nine inch ones, it's not like 12 inch nails yeah, or something. Yeah, he Fire makes like a little makeshift crossbow, doesn't he? Aye, but it's it's weird because it's attached to the nail gun. It's yeah. a fucking like 
Weird fucking weapon. Uh, Saying that, Oggy gets this like thing that fires doorknobs. <laughs> like it's like a tarty gun, but <laughs> what is power. that? What would you use that for? Like, who even thinks that up? You know what I mean? That's a disturbed mind. Although that's that's a that would be a fucking weapon. And as you see, it does oh, it goes through damage. three of them. It goes through three goes of them. Three zombies it goes through with the first shot. You're like fuck. And then. Ben uses, is it like a hedge trimmer or something? Yeah, so he gets a hedge trimmer and puts butterfly knives in the end. That's right. That wouldn't work. That would so not work. No, I was a bit confused about that. But anyways. The way we just make the motor fuck up. Yeah, I mean, let's, we'll we'll give them the benefit of the doubt in this one. I feel like, I'll I'll give them a pass here. Um, This is where we get the, uh, the scene with Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all we shall say about that scene. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I want to see what you start off with here. Because, like, this is a bit, fu- like, for a start, this is a bit fucking creepy when he's, like, taking her down there. It's like, where are we going? And... Yeah, he's a, he's being a little bit uh, rapey. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's not cool. He's like, fucking, I come on, we're... We're gonna basically shag us, but he's 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 hoping to get her down there and get his end away. Yeah, and then she, she, she like, says, no, no, and, no, and no. she says no, and then uh, he's he tries to make her feel guilty about it and like asks for a blowjob and it's it, up. You the coin or fuck it, She's like, all right, you can go down him. Fuck you, that'll do. I'll, I'll get some pleasure to it. Yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> and then chucks her fucking headphones in and starts watching Netflix. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a power move. If, it's not as proper like i'm gonna really enjoy myself. like if <laughs> ever i have seen a power move that is a power move that is you are my bitch exactly um but before he can do anything he gets killed by a, a jawless zombie who then decides to go down on her yeah so and the thing is he's missing his lower jaw so his tongue's a lot further than for anybody else's tongue's gonna be you know what i mean <laughs> She's, she's going to be enjoying that. Uh, that's of not seconds. where I was going. <laughs> that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, it's true. Fucking, his lower mandible is gone. He can definitely, like, they called it a bow tie for a reason. You know what I mean? Your tongue's quite long if that's missing. He can he can reach the places other men can't. That's... Well, there you go. And uh, And then eventually he just kills her. Yeah, like, she looks down, she's like, oh, and then she looks down. She's like, oh, you're cold. Hi, I quite like that. And she she looks down, and then he just goes, ha-ha! Oh, and, and I think that's... <laughs> oh, you know what? I would have loved it if he had actually just gone, aha! <laughs> ha-ha! Hiya! <laughs> <laughs> that's, reaches up and grabs a tit, and that noise comes out, you know? <laughs> Uh, that, oh that my lord special moment and like, then, anyway. anyways yes and this is when the zombie outbreak begins at the party um it's worth pointing out by the way we haven't even spoken about it. jeff is played by patrick schwarzenegger what did you not know that i did not know that no. yeah patrick schwarzenegger is jeff we have a schwarzenegger in this movie i genuinely did not know that i would have actually preferred it if it was arnie <laughs> <laughs> as Jeff portraying playing a 18 year old I'll be back <laughs> <laughs> like wouldn't that just that, be that would have been that would have been a lot more rapey if it was Arnie put that pussy down <laughs> 
I'm going down. <laughs> oh, no. Look at the chopper. <laughs> what was that accent? What was that? I was tripping Your Arnie's getting worse. <laughs> Look at Anyways. the chopper. Um, so, yeah, this yeah. is where the gang shows up and they start just killing zombies left, right, and center. They save Kendall. They save... Yeah, well, that's the thing. You missed out the bit with the fucking, oh, get a tampon. Oh, yeah, what a fucking dick line. As soon as he says that, you're just like, oh, please die instantly. And then yeah, dies. Not, yeah. And then, yeah, and then dies yeah. instantly. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, instant karma is so good. Because it's like there's a girl standing in front of you, which blatantly does not look like a period. But you, you can see that's definitely like a serious trauma to her brain. <laughs> that is a right? wound. That, that, that is that is literally an accident, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear! I thought I could mask that with a cough. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you really could it. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah, they save the group, and then Ben locks them in the building. And I'm just like, couldn't you have just done that from the other side? Yeah, he's like, uh, we've we've got to lock them in, otherwise you you won't get to safety the candle after saving her. See, now they avoided the cliche there, because he saved her and he didn't kiss her at that point. Well, that's because that's what I expected. I expected him to that's... kiss her and then lock her out. Yeah, that's what I expected too. So they they avoided that cliche, which was yeah, surprising. But they, they picked that one up later on. Um, they then... Uh, Augie just has a fucking uh, fertilizer bomb. Yeah, like, this is, like, this is what I mean. He's going to have a manifesto when he's older, like... Because they don't show the lockpicking at the scouts, and they definitely don't tell you how to make fertilizer bombs with nails attached to it. So yeah, um, and they blow up. They blow up the zombies. They escape down the the, the chute, and yeah, but you missed it. He gets his condor badge because of that bomb. Because he finally gets the fucking flint. To oh, light that's up. right. They had the you couldn't you couldn't work a fucking lighter though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he gets he gets his condor badge, and they escape, and the army show up just in time because scout uh, scout leader Rogers has followed them all the way there. Yeah, so so this is him fucking trailing his leg, absolutely looking like death. Well, yeah, he's been dead most of the movie. But, uh, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? He's looking like even more death. So he's he's like half of him set on fire he's been run over everything that's happened to him and then you're like oh find a weapon we'll put him out of his misery so they're all looking for a weapon and a grenade just falls to his feet and you're like what the fuck really so uh, yeah and then that's that's kind of it we get this scene afterwards through the aftermath and this is where you get the kiss between ben and kendall i actually thought that ben and denise might have kissed at this point see that that would have been a better one for me. A little twist. A little twist uh, on it. I, I would have but preferred that. We also but then... get possibly the worst line of dialogue in the whole film. Ben and oh. Kendall kiss. She asks him, Who are you? And he goes, I'm a scout. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have a vagina, but I would imagine it would be drier than anything at that point. <laughs> see, there's not enough Kendall in this. Like, I, I want to see more Kendall in this. 
Oh, I bet you fucking do, you creepy bastard. He's hot. <laughs> uh, and that's it. And we get this little mid credit scene, like I said earlier. Roger's is still, head is still alive, and he gets bird shit on it and just goes, come yeah. on, oh, the end. And then, the end. And that's the movie. So, overall, any other overall sort of positives, negatives that you have to say about this movie? I, I enjoyed this movie. Because it, as I said, it does pull a lot of the good bits from other zombie movies. The the problem I have with that is that it just means it's not really original. I like like obviously no. there's a couple of set pieces that are very memorable, like the penis scene, for example. Yeah. You know, the going down in her. Yeah, the, and so like there are there is some stuff in there, but ultimately a lot of it feels like it's just been ripped off of other films. However, I do think this film... Because that do- bit is blatantly, that is what every 80s fucking horror film had, a boobs out scene like that in it. And I haven't seen it in a very long time, and they just stole that straight from the 80s. Yeah. Every single one. And, but I do think this film has a bit of heart. Um, yeah. You know, you do kind of feel, like, you do kind of care for your characters, even though... We don't really get a huge amount of character depth. There's no over. There's no storyline arc for three out of four of them. Um, so there is the. Do I think that would I watch this film again? I've seen it twice now. I'm not sure I would watch it again. I don't think it's something that if it happened to be on that I would automatically switch off. But yeah. I'm not sure if I would choose to watch this film again. It's sense. it's one of those movies that, for some reason, keeps going between all the streaming services because it's been on Netflix. It's been on. I'm pretty sure it was on, like, was it uh, Amazon and Disney? Yeah, probably. Although I think it's on Hulu now. Oh, we don't get Hulu here, right? Uh, I think it's on our Disney Plus. Oh, is it? I think um, I might be wrong because like Disney own Hulu. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, that makes sense. I have Disney, I think. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> anything else you want to bring up before we move on? Uh, not really. Okay, then. Let's move- well, it's, it's, it is very, very cheesy, this movie. And it's one of those movies you can stick on in the background if you're wanting to have a laugh, but not pay attention. I mean, cheesy That's is fine. Is. Cheesy is what they're going for. And if that, like, they achieve that. Yeah. So I'll give them that. But uh, but yeah, let's move on. And we'll move on to our next segment and we shall talk about some trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. This, as always, sorry, we will start off with the finances. This movie had a $15 million budget, which okay. is higher than I was expecting it to be. I've got a funny feeling that might have been for, a lot of that might have been for music rights. <laughs> Yeah, like the the music in this, the soundtrack in this is one of the best soundtracks I like. It does have a really good soundtrack. I would give this movie that. That's a big plus for this film. Uh, Grossed worldwide at the box office just $16.1 million. So it just barely made its money back. Well, it is one of those that's most streamed because I remember seeing it on... I can't remember which streaming service it was. I, I, I've definitely seen it across streaming services, so the movie yeah. itself will have made more money than that. But that's the same with all movies these days, to be honest with you. Um, apparently, I don't really remember this being in the cinema, um, but when I was reading up, there was a lot of comments being about how poorly marketed this movie was. So that could also have contributed to its poor performance at the box office. 
Yeah, because I don't remember it being the cinema at all. You know, some some movies don't get a UK release though. Yeah, that is true. So you know, it's not a, it's not automatic an automatic thing that a, a movie in the US is going to get a UK release. Um, I would have watched it in cinema because it's my type of cheese. Yeah, I can imagine like a certain audience in the cinema really kind of enjoying this kind of film, especially things like the penis scene. Yeah. Uh, the original title for this movie was Scouts vs. Zombies, and I'm really glad they didn't go with that. I guarantee that's going to be a movie at some point. Well, it's just like, how many something versus Zombies movies do we have? Uh, but yeah. I prefer the Scouts Guide. I See, this movie, I would watch a sequel of this. Hmm. But I would like it to be like werewolves or vampires or something else do you think they should do like a scout's guide to like a werewolf apocalypse then a scout's guide to a vampire apocalypse and yeah okay i think i think that would be a good little wee earner for them i I think that's an interesting concept so there could be that that, it's it's not going to happen but no there's there could have been something in that um there's a mile marker did, I don't know if you spotted this, a Halloween reference. There's a mile marker in the town with Haddonfield on it. Yeah, saying it was like, I can't remember. Oh, you can't remember. Which is a pity that might not be a, that might be a quiz question later. Um, so not like eight miles away or something? Oh, we'll find out in a wee bit, won't we? Um, so yeah, a little Halloween reference there, which is always going to get me on side just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Like If you want to get me on side, do a Halloween reference. Um, the date of death on the zombie zero as he is credited is actually the birthday of the director he put his own okay. birthday there little tidbit and finally um this isn't so much a piece of trivia but i was just a little bit baffled by how it was written on imdb so logan miller who is in this film i'm not actually sure who he plays in this film um it's Carter, sorry. Logan Miller is yeah. Carter. Yeah, I was to say, is that not I? Ex- forgive me. Um, so this is, this is how it's written. Logan Miller would later star in The Walking Dead, a TV show which is zombie-related. Related? Zombie-related. Pretty sure it is just a zombie TV show. I don't think it's a zombie-related TV show. I think it's just a zombie TV show. Yeah. Um... That's a weird one. And that should tell you how much interesting trivia there was about this movie. <laughs> that really? Because that's my final piece. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Nico, do you have anything else interesting about this movie? Any little tidbits? Uh, the, what's her name? Um, Kendall. Uh, there was a bit of a controversy because was she not seeing the guy from the Orville? What's his name again? The, the guy that writes Family Guy and stuff. Oh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, so she was seeing him and that, that age thing was quite funny. So what you say there? I mean, she's only actually a couple of years younger than me, so that means right now she's about 28. Um, yeah. But Seth MacFarlane, I'm going to look him up, uh, is significantly older than 28 right now. Yeah. He is 48, so there's a 20-year gap. Because uh, they were seeing each other, they were dating. Um, and if that was at the time, that means she'd have been, he'd have been forty-two, and she'd have been twenty-two. 
Yeah, someone like that, yeah. So, because yeah. she's in that Orville that I was mentioning, she's the one that can you open this for me? She's like the really strong one. Well, I've not, I've never watched the Orville. Watch it, it's brilliant. Okay. Um. Well, there you go. Uh, if that is everything that we have, though, we shall move on to our next segment, which is our ratings and our reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. As always, we will start off with the critic scores. IMDb gave this movie a 6.3 out of 10. Metacritic scored it just a 32 out of 100. The Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it 44% rotten, with the Rotten Tomatoes audience scoring it 48%. So the critics and audience relatively similar there critics consensus was skype's guide to the zombie apocalypse fails to live up to its intriguingly wacky title instead delivering yet another zombie comedy thriller with a tired tna twist Ooh, agree with that yeah absolutely mm, okay uh we throw it out as always to our listeners as well and our followers on social media do you want to hazard a guess at what our followers uh rated this movie I would say about a 7, 7.5. Our followers are very generous about the films that we that we cover. There's never been one that's been rated lower than a 5. In fact, the yeah. lowest one was a 5.9, and that was for Child's Play. Which, which is, I agree with. Which is, it was actually higher than what I rated it as well. Um, but the, the, that th- th- thread continues, because Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse got an 8.6 from our followers. Oh, so there you go. Uh, Nico, on a scale of 0 to 10, what are you going to rate Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? I'm going to give it 8 out of 10, and I'm taking 2 off because, as you said about the zombies, the him singing it in tune put me off slightly. And it is basically, we're going to take the best bits of all the other. It's not original at all. So that's why I took those two points. Okay. Eight, eight apart from ten. that, I like so you, it. Um, you like it more than you like Dr. Sleep? I see two totally different genres of film. Like you like I, it, okay, 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 okay. Uh, not a zombie film, but you like it more than The Cottage, which is another comedy film. Yes, yes, I do. Okay. Um, I don't like this film as much as you do. Uh, I get. I cannot. I I take more than one point off this film for ripping many other zombie films. Um. The soundtrack's really good. It does have a bit of heart. I do, I have an issue. I have issues with the zombies. I have issues with the depth of character. Um, basically, I I just have a lot of issues with this film, and yeah. I can't give it a high rating for that. And because of that, because and because half of it is ripped, that really lowers its score for me. I don't think I can give this a higher than average score. So I'm giving this a four. Really? Yeah. So you didn't like it at all then? There, there, there's stuff in it. Like, I, 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 there, I don't hate every aspect of it. Um, I like it more than Zombievers. Well, the, the, there's not a lot that you would not like more than Zombievers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's there's just too, I can't, there's too much stuff I, I, I can't forgive this film for. Sorry, you hear me all right. My cat just attacked. Yeah, no, you're still good. You're still good. Um, <laughs> Not so, the headset. Yeah. There's, there's just too much. There's too much in this film. I just I can't forgive it for. So I I I have to give it that lower score. 
Okay. But with all of that, our scores combined with the critic scores, it gives Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse a average score of 5.6 out of 10. It puts it in 8th place of the now 10 movies we've covered on the show. It puts it one place above Child's Play and one place... <laughs> Are you alright? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> above Child's Play and one below what? One below Bad Samaritan. That's always good. There's only a point... There's only one... Uh, 0.1 in between this and Bad Samaritan. Yeah. I think I prefer See? Bad Samaritan. Anyways. Uh, as, as well as asking for our followers' ratings, we also ask for your opinions. I uh, will quickly just re- go through a few of them here. Elaine McKay says, This was much better than I was expecting it to be a fab comedy horror. So, she was a big fan of it. Tremor Phonic says, uh, the Horror Stories podcast says, No Shaun of the Dead, but extremely enjoyable. Alex Rhodes says, Way better than it had any right to be. And finally, The Green Release says, Thought I'd hate it, absolutely loved it. So it feels like a lot of people, they just, we're going in with low expectations, which is always a good yeah. thing. But it's, I, I would recommend this to people because it's, as I said, it's it's cheesy enough for me, put it that way. Okay, okay. Well, let's move on then to our next segment, which is our bad letterboxed reviews segment. This is where I scour and comb through the reviews on Letterboxd to find some of the worst and funnier reviews. Yeah. Um, here we go then. Here are some here. The first one is actually a point we've not even brought up. Okay, this person said, there was no guide though. Really? Were they expecting it to be like Zombieland and get bullet points all the way through? Well, I mean, the, the title is Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. The guide is, don't get involved in it, get the fuck out of town. <laughs> I, think I think they've got a point there. Uh, it's been done, we've got the guide, just look up Zombieland, there you go. Well, this Cardio, next, pers- this on, next person really didn't like it. Fuck the actors, fuck the director, fuck the producers, fuck the studio, and fuck this movie. Okay. I'm guessing quite, they're not a fan. Quite a few of the actors I would easily fuck, but anyway. Next, up next, is <laughs> uh, just like its humour, it was filled with shit. Uh, that, was, that was a shitty one. No way, there you go. Dolly Parton and Britney Spears didn't deserve this. <laughs> stumble out of bed and I stumble in the kitchen, right? Anyway. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm... <laughs> strike one, Nico. You made it ten episodes before hitting strike one. <laughs> oh, come on, hit me baby one more time, come on. Oh, no! Time. Oh, oops, you did it again. <laughs> That was gonna be my next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, let's 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 uh, let's not, you know, let's not do that. I was damn it, I fuck it. I was trying to fit in a Jolene one there, but I couldn't get my head around how to say. Up next, uh, right? Not funny. Try more titties next time. <laughs> really? This has got quite a lot of tits in it. 
it's got a couple of moments of tits. <laughs> yeah, like the stripper. The fucking copper. That's just two. That's just two. But still, that's a lot for nowadays. Mm. Uh, and finally, the lads pass a sign that say Haddonfield. That's the best part of this movie. <laughs> Uh, that is it for the bad letterbox reviews segment I think I say this in every episode but I think this is easily becoming our favourite segment yeah definitely but uh, yes Uh, Nico I'm not ready for this how well do you know Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse hello Amanda I want to play a game not that well after the hints you've been dropping Okay, okay. You did quite well on our last episode, didn't you? On our cottage episode. You got four out of five. You almost got the clean sweep. I know. Which you still haven't gotten. No. And I don't think I'll get it with this one either. Okay, okay. Well, we'll start off with uh, one that you definitely know. What is the name of the strip club? Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yes, correct. I love that name. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, like that's one thing that's better in the states than here their strip club names are better fair enough fair enough um out of the rest of these i think there's only one other you might know so we'll go with that next uh how long do the gang have before the army bombs the town uh three hours oh, okay never mind uh, it's two hours damn okay <clears throat> i thought it was three how many miles from Haddonfield are the group? I can't remember, and I said eight earlier. I'll say eight again. They are 40. Okay. So, not even close, Nico. Uh, how many years have the boys been in the scouts? Uh, see, I only remember them saying three. Cause, no, uh, sorry, two, because the dad died. So I'll say three. Seven. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Well, this is going well. Okay. So this last question is something a little bit different. Just a little bit different. Uh, the police officer who flashes the scouts is played by an actress called Missy Martinez, who is a well-known uh, adult entertainment actress. I knew say. that was a fucking porn star. I fucking knew it. On her IMDb page, she has 107 oh, acting credits. Name one of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> How many guesses at this do I get? I will give you five guesses. To name porn. To name a generic porn title. Well, hold on. What's her name? Her name is Missy Martin. Don't look. No, don't look her up. No, no, I'm not going to look her up. Uh-huh. I'm saying what's her name because I guarantee there's going to be one named after her. That's why I'm asking. There's. Oh, actually, I never even thought of that. Well, I'm not telling you her name then. Oh. <laughs> I'm just having a quick look through. Let me have a quick look through to see if there is one first. That's no. This is this is good. This is uh, this is good podcasting here. Uh, okay, so there's one called Missy Martinez fucked Ra. So you can't have that. Well, 
I wouldn't have guessed that only one. So she's called Missy Martinez. So she's Latin. So there's about to be Latin ones. So let's do this. Right. Um, Latin maid. <laughs> uh, funnily, no, Latin maid is not on her acting credits. Can you at least give me a hint? Does she do like lesbian stuff or normal stuff? I think she does a bit of everything, to be honest. No, okay. That doesn't help me then. Latin maid 16, on the other hand. Oh! <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's, oh. it's not there, it's not there. Right, so. Oh, fucking. She's a copper. Fuck the cops. Oh, ooh, I like where you were going with that. Did you think you'd be doing this on today's episode? No, I definitely did not. Uh, fuck the cops. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you it because fuck the police is one of them. Yes! There you go. Well done. Well done. You got on your second guess. Um, would you like to hear some of the titles? You're dying to do this because you love doing shit like this. Me? What are you talking about? Um, oh, I've lost the page now. No, come back. Come back, porn. Come back, porn. Oh, my God. That's uh, oh, not one of them, surely. No. <laughs> come on, my back, porn, more like. <laughs> I know. There's one called cock therapy, which I'm just confused about. Cock therapy. Well, obviously it's going to be massage, isn't it? It'll be one of those they're getting a massage and then she fucks them. The blonde Dahlia. Okay. That sounds very, uh, very highbrow. Does she do any like parodies? Like, hopefully she does a horror parody since she's in there. She in post. Uh, she's just completed one called Dracula's Sorority Sisters. <laughs> oh, please tell me she's like the queen vampire or something. Uh, she plays Annabelle. In... <laughs> how about how about big tits at work? <laughs> Lovely. Um, Come which on. She's starting just. Uh, that's actually a series. How old is she? That's a TV series. Uh, she is currently. Th- 35. So she's done anal ones then, so there's going to be like ass fuckers and shit like that. Uh, there's big butts, like it big. There's everything but. I guarantee, like, ass There's campaign. asshole training 2. Aspirations oh 3. <laughs> See, once they hit that certain age, it's I kissed the a girl and I liked it 5. Cherry pimps. <laughs> Cherry pimps. Gazonga's 13. Oh, what about Oral Chamber? Fucking hell. <laughs> there's Latin Adultery 26, so you weren't far off with that. See, there, there's always going to be a Latino thing in it. They always go ethnic and porn. How about Cheater Cheater Pussy Eater? <laughs> <laughs> She's in one called Home Alone. Oh no! Oh. 
they missed the pick there. That should have been home alone. Should it? <laughs> Hole alone. <laughs> no, home all alone. Fucking dude, be gay porn like, but they missed a the trick. Oh no. Baby got boobs. Oh my god. <laughs> Baby got ass. How about please make me lesbian? <laughs> what? Uh, I think I think on that note we should probably wrap this segment up. <laughs> yeah. So so how many did I get right out of the questions? You got two out of five. <laughs> two out of five. Which is better than I thought you were gonna do. Oh, fucking hell. I don't think I can ever get over cheater, cheater, pussy eater. I guess that's going to be the promo clip for this episode. (laughs) Not fuck the cops, though. No, I think cheater, cheater, pussy eater. I just want to say it, keep saying it more and more. (laughs) Yeah. Cheater, cheater, pussy eater, that's going to be the clip for this one. So that's just... Wrong. Just us saying it over and over again. We shall move on then to our final we segment. We should say it in unison just for the, the clip. Uh, three, <laughs> two, one. Cheater, cheater, pussy eater. Pussy eater. Hey. <laughs> anyway, we shall move on to our final segment, which is the listener question of the week. Each week on our social media, we ask a different question to you guys, our followers and listeners. And ask for you to give us some of your answers. This week, movie question of the week was, what is your favourite Saw trap? Nico, do you want to take this one? The, the one that always makes me cringe when she jumps into the needles. You're gone for the needle pit. Uh, the, that's yeah. definitely one of the most memorable ones, isn't it? That, that's the one, because I, I just, I was like, oh, no, thank you, no. I feel like... In Saw movies, there's always there's that that's one of the things that I quite like about Saw movies is there's always going to be one trap that gets you for a different reason, you know. Yeah. Like you could be fine with shit happening to like your head or your hands, but you know maybe, you know, like you say, like a needle pet or something like that. There is literally something for almost everyone's fears. There was another yeah. one that you said that you might mention because you're a big fan. Yeah, the Lincoln Park one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's called the horsepower trap can't remember but he's glued to the seat yeah yeah that's that's later that's saw seven as well which you know a lot of people had fallen off by that point my favorite trap is from saw three um and it's the rack which is the one where his head arms and legs all get twisted back to front yeah because that one gets me Uh, that's uh i think that's possibly the most painful saw trap it, it looks it, yeah. So uh, I got to, I got to give it that, got to give it to that one. Um, but there's some other good traps. There is actually some good traps later on in the series as well. Saw six, that uh, shotgun carousel, I think, is a really cool trap. Um, Saw two, you've got the Venus fly trap right at the very beginning, which I think is quite cool as well. And I think it's Saw five where you've got the the head in the box where it's just filling with water. Yeah, because like the the one that everyone always remembers is the bear trap one. Yeah, fucking... but you know that doesn't that doesn't work until the final movie. Yeah, um, she actually escapes that in the first one, but it's the most iconic one, right? Yeah. Um, probably no surprise to hear that reverse bear trap was a particularly common answer. Lady Amy simply just said the reverse bear trap. Gemma said the rack and the reverse bear trap. David didn't specify a trap, but says definitely the earlier movies though do you think it had early, like, better traps in the earlier movies than it did in the later see i think there were the later ones were more like intriguing i think they were more the, elaborate the early one 
exactly the early ones you've got like her sticking her hand in the acid to get the key and stuff they were like the the early ones are more like ooh that hurts but the later ones are more like fuck i really wouldn't want to be in that one yeah yeah definitely uh, and then finally the berkey files they agree with you said the needle pit creeped them out so yeah it's, people it's just something about that it just gets me yeah yeah no definitely it's uh it's a horrendous trap it's a horrendous trap um but with that being said that's the end of that segment thank you to everyone who sent us your answers next week's listener question of the week what is your favorite stephen king movie adaptation see i thought it'd be what's your favorite porn title oh we found that though we've answered that question and if it's not cheater cheater pussy eater then it, you're just not right well i think our listeners should contribute also pod of the damned at gmail.com Email us with your fa- your wackiest porn titles you've ever come across. So we're looking for bad kissing stories, embarrassing sex stories, and the wackiest porn titles. Email us, podofthedamned at gmail.com. Please email us. I want to, I, I so want to get some fucking awesome stories from this. <laughs> like, there's got to be some really good ones. I'm, I'm hoping there's a lot that will beat mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also, you can also email us with your answer to the listener question of the week as well. It will be up on our social medias, but you can email us podofthedamned at gmail.com. I don't think I've ever said our email address so much in an episode. Um, but that's it. That is it for this week's show. Nico, as always, thank you so, so much for joining me. Thank you for having me on again. Yeah, I bet there was a few conversations you didn't expect you were going to be having today. No, definitely. Quite a few, actually. <laughs> uh up next on the show we're um the schedule's a little bit confused just now we're trying to we're trying to sort out having guests on the show so um our next episode obviously this one was meant to be reanimator i'm not sure if our next one's going to be the reanimator episode or not if it's not then our next episode will be another we're fairly going through the zombie films we're just getting them all out of the way it will be cockneys versus zombies it's an interesting one now taking it back to the uk yeah um so yeah I, I have you seen that before i've seen it before i have yeah 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 so we, we both know because it's brick top that's the main card it's, it's it? brick top that's the, and i think he's funny but we'll uh but we'll talk like about a retired that brick top. <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that more next week on the show until then don't forget you can follow us on twitter at damned podcast facebook instagram and tiktok at podcast of the damned and if you didn't know by now our email address is podofthedamned at gmail.com. But thank you once again to Nico for joining me. Thank you to all you guys at home for downloading and listening to this episode. And until next week, you all stay spooky out there.